Are you? I'm out. I'm Good. very out. Now that I have yeah. that recorded, get the fuck out. Bye. That's what she said. <laughs> Joanna said, look how big this is, which you can't hear because we have a shitty, we have a shitty recording studio. Um, but you are listening live to Surviving President Trump. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the... The, Joanna's yeah. tickling us with her words. So I'm Sean. This is Brent. So it's it's d- January 3rd, 2017. It was this week eight. It's week eight. It's too, it's too many weeks. It's two months. Yeah. Joanna's here. Joanna's here. I'm going to introduce her right now. Yeah. Joanna is a person who is here on Sean's couch, and I would like to hand her this mic. Joanna, who are you? <laughs> Thank you, Brent, um, for that lovely introduction. I am indeed a person. Um, I don't really know who I am otherwise at this point because the apocalypse is happening and it's upon us. Apocalypse now! Yeah, yeah. So Who are we really? Um, yeah, so how do you feel election-wise election lately? Well, um, so we just obviously had the holidays and the new year and, um, I'm, I'm feeling like, I don't know, somebody told me uh, at the restaurant I work at that they like were into numerology and supposedly 2016 is supposed to be like a terrible year in numerology, and 2017 is supposed to be like prosperity and greatness and good things. And I've already had like a few good things happen to me in the past couple of days. Like what? So, um, <laughs> just a, a couple things that were like pretty cool. So my parents moved away to Texas for my dad's job, but have been really trying to get back here. And my mom really wants to come back and they, my dad just got a job back in Michigan. So they're coming back. So, Congrats dad. So they're really excited about that. And then, um, I don't know, like I've just like been on good vibes the past couple of days, like been around good people. Like I feel like 2017 so far has been good and I'm just hoping like we can just yeah. continue that trend. <laughs> I'm totally riding the like Renaissance train, like rebirth, like new year, new me, like, Oh, like everything's, gonna be different like i i am propelled by some great things that happened in my personal life last year like i accomplished a lot of goals i set out and um you know the world sucks but i feel great uh about where i'm at and what i'm doing so yeah i'm totally with you like i'm i'm like things have been okay for me Mm -hmm. um and they're probably gonna be okay for me which it's a small comfort, but it's a comfort. <laughs> How are you feeling, Sean? Oh, me. I feel really great that me and Brent have to talk um, one at a time, passing this microphone, which means he can go all the way to the logical conclusion of his rants. <clears throat> but yeah, no, this week's good. We learned, we learned that maybe the people's voice can do something, even though it's all Republicans. Tell me more! Well, uh, the they were going to get rid of the ethics um, office, mm-hmm. whatever that's called, <laughs> and then everyone called their congressman, and then they were like, well, I guess we're going to get bad press if we do it the first, after, 
you know, the first day after we get back. So let's not do it now, which the media is all like, oh, that's good. But really, it's like, they're just going to do it later. Um, and also, another pessimistic way to look at it is, uh, <laughs> Trump said that it was like a stupid thing that they did that, even though he also talked about how the ethics office or whatever is a pain. So like he supports getting rid of it, but he also said something to make people feel better so that you can take it any way you want, like he does. <laughs> so it's a preview of the year in politics where the liberals get a little victory and then they stop looking and then it's probably going to happen anyway. Sorry, it's white. <clears throat> yeah. But technically, we stopped something. I didn't. That's good to know that we can still stop things. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need to stop some things. I'm trying to stay as woke as possible, <laughs> which means sometimes being very pessimistic. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, like, half asleep at this point still. So I'm maybe a little bit more... Optimistic yeah. that we could do something, but you know, it's easier to feel that way when you're not reading the news as probably much as yeah. you do. I don't actually actually. Are you doing better? Uh, better like don't read the news. <laughs> it's a bad thing. Like, yeah, like it is, but like well, like when, a... when the after the election, I like had to stop listening. Yeah. I used to listen. I listened to NPR most days on my commute to work and stuff, but yeah, I stopped doing it for a while because I was just like I can't because it was all just Trump, Trump, Trump. So, anyway. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, it's just really funny. They're sharing a microphone right now. (laughs) We're basically saying, oh my God, Sean's hair is so soft. I hate you. It's so soft. It's just like, so his beard is just like the softest beard ever. Um, Yeah, I also have weaned myself off of as much news or information as I was. I've been like doing a lot of like, reflecting in instead of like out and reading just for pleasure and for my own sanity and i'll like turn on npr like every other day i'll like turn it on in the car but then i'm like nope i'm mm-hmm. just gonna listen to my stations right that are musical musically inclined yeah it's if hill can do it you can do it <laughs> I need to go in the woods. I know. Like, I, I feel like it's so easy to do. And it's like, you have to just challenge that impulse to like, just completely numb yourself to, to or blind yourself to everything mm-hmm. because you're just like afraid of what's going to happen because that's how things like get done. And the people don't do anything about it because we'd rather just not pay attention. <laughs> and know? also I feel like a lot of it is there's that whole, like, um, I don't know what it's called, but like that casino response like humans love the like like that's why like mobile games are so addicting is because you love the like sound and like the reward of like i got a score and there's like ding 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 like we're so easily um kind of like lured into that and i think with the news it's a different reward like pain and depression and like other negative feelings but you're still getting some sort of like high off of it. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a very similar thing. Like there were days after that were like, how low can we go and how terrible can I feel? And it's like pretty terrible actually. So I'm going to stop doing this because this is destructive. That's deep. <laughs> 20,000 leagues. 
Surviving President Trump underwater. Okay, so I have a question. Um, how you want to talk about election night? Because I feel like you're here and nobody. We were all there, right? Nobody. Like, <laughs> well, Joanna, nobody knows who you are. Oh, right, that's true. I mean, like. Um, there are more people who know who she is more than. In regards to like, us. what are? How do you really? How are you taking this whole thing? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, are, do you feel like your story overall is you're getting better? <laughs> um, I <laughs> or mean, you're just at the at that avoidance like stage. Gosh, like I just like, I guess so. I sit in this like really like fun intersection of privilege and oppression. I feel like in my identities, like being from a you know white background and like, um upper middle class background and then also girl she's so white yeah i'm i'm white in case you can't tell um yeah <laughs> and but then i'm also you know openly trans and um like i don't know if you guys talk about like your identities on on here that like affect like the how first you feel, episode you like, were like we're both white straight cisgender wait mm-hmm. no white gay <laughs> we're not straight Whoa. white yeah. gay cisgender men Right. Um, and we just talk about how we're pretty much fine most of the time. Right, exactly. Like, I feel like I'm in that category, too. Of, like, I'm probably going to be fine, but I don't know. I was watching the um, election results, and one my best friend and I were, like, outside, just, like, not even looking at the TV. And she's, you know, she's a straight, like, middle-class woman, too, but she's also, like, black. So I think she had, like the reaction of like what is this going to mean for people of color and my reactions like what is this going to mean for trans people and lgbt people in general and um we just had this moment of like maybe we're not going to be okay like maybe this is going to affect us more than like previous like republicans would have um so so yeah it's definitely got a scary element to it and i think that's really been um what's i don't know cuz like i have a family that has like a very diverse um, array of like political opinions and around the holidays we usually like are able to just like agree to disagree if politics come up but this year it was like I couldn't because I just felt like this you know these results are something that could affect my life and my rights and in a way that I've never experienced before um so, yeah. so it's it's really hard to be civil, I think. It's really hard to just be <laughs> like, let's it. just not talk about it, or you can believe that, or I'm okay that you voted for somebody who, like, literally, you know, has no interest in yeah. keeping me or the people not, I love safe. It's you know? not like it's other political beliefs this time. It's like, you're actively contributing to violence against me (laughs) right right it's like it's violent Mm -hmm. so it's scary i also don't have any perspective because i feel like we're all um i don't feel like we're all pretty much around the same age where we haven't experienced that many presidents Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i don't know what it's like to have a shitty president Mm -hmm. i don't know if this is comparable to bush I talked about this a little bit before, but like, I don't think it is, but maybe. Well, when, when Bush is coming out and being like, whoa, guys, like he's probably not. <laughs> yeah. Mitt comparable. Romney was just like, this is way too far. And I remember like 
really not liking him, but yeah. I found myself like, why, why couldn't we have just elected Mitt Romney? Cause this maybe would yeah. not happen. Yeah, exactly. You <laughs> like, have I, all those like, shit, I, I should have voted like, for, I voted for Mitt Romney. or Mitt Romney <laughs> or like, I should have like done something sooner, like right. to nip this in the bud. But I, I feel like the country is a different country than eight years ago. Like, I mean, there's so many opinion polls out there of like, how many people think it's okay for the gays to get married? How many people think it's okay for blah, blah, blah. Like those numbers have shifted. What year was it? Sean knows. Well, in 2011, when the iconic Born This Way album came out, <laughs> came out at just the right time. Oh, that where, was six years ago. I can't believe yeah, that. Yeah, it was six years ago. Um, so yeah, she just happened to release it at a great time when the gays and everyone were working really hard and public opinion just tipped over 50%. So like things have been majority liberal as far as like, if you're a white gay man, most people like you since 2011. So <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting somewhere. I think that, yes, that's very true. And, and what's also maybe happened is, is as much as like, there's been this force of acceptance and um, I guess like ability to be open if you're gay or whatever. Like there's also a growing resistance. Oh yeah. I think. And I think that's there's what too many gays on TV. <laughs> right. It's like it's made people feel like safer, but then it's also made other people like feel more empowered empowered to like I've got to do something about this or whatever. Yeah. So I think that's kind of where the Trump brand of like Republicans is coming from. It's like that it's like that equal and opposite reaction or, or whatever, <laughs> you know? I, mean, I think this is probably to a much smaller extent, but I was thinking about, I don't know what I saw like within moments ago online somewhere, but I saw something about like the country's getting more liberal, but this time around, like the party, the democratic party itself didn't really, it wasn't really like super liberal. It was just kind of like, they went so hard to be moderate and you had Bernie, like, trying to, like, pull them over. Like, hey, come this way. But they were like, no, we need to win over these middle voters. When, I don't know if it would have helped, but it would have been very interesting to have, like, two, like, ideologically distinct viewpoints coming across from different parties that were radically different from another. Because I feel like that might have... I don't know. I feel... Do you, do you feel like that, like... Bernie would have won. I don't know. I my gut says no. My immediate reaction is no. Because he wasn't talking to those voters that turned out and voted for Trump. Like I don't I didn't hear that leading up to it so much. He talked about numbers and he talked about, oh, we need this, we need that, we need this, but he didn't specifically say you you know, rural white person, I see you. He didn't say that. His constituents in Vermont, for sure, are that. Like, that would I maybe have come, but Trump was doing that from the beginning, so I'm not sure. I think Bernie is one of those politicians, he's so measured, I had a hard time getting riled up for yeah, Bernie. I'm like, yeah, Bernie. Say... Like, everything was like a fact or a figure or a number, and I'm like, that's so reasonable, but I, you don't inspire me. I don't know. Like, it, there was no gut reaction for me like toward Bernie and I have to like figure that out because I don't feel like that I think his weaknesses are different than Hillary's so we can't really say but like 
he definitely would have won those Rust Belt states for like all his anti um, trade dealios. I feel like that's really what tipped those states. <laughs> but think I think of the I'm just thinking of like I don't know I'm trying to think of like the low blows that would have come out like I'm trying to think of that debate between Trump and Bernie like yeah I guess he's we never so really old. got he's to gonna see. die tomorrow Ugh. I'm like five years younger than him <laughs> now I'm merging Trump and Bernie into one voice <laughs> and no it's um yeah there was never any like opposition research on Bernie like no one ever campaigned against Bernie. So we don't know, like, that's true. That's, what would have happened as far as negative shit. They would have shown that picture of him, like, protesting something. Like, there's always, like, pictures of him, Bernie, as a young Bernie, marching or protesting. They would have pla- played... They would have played that up the They would have played the... Ra- yeah, they would have played the socialist thing. They would have played the... He Deal loves thing. black people. <laughs> like, he loves them. Look at him. He's always with black people. Like, they would have, like, gone... They would have done it. They would have. <laughs> no. That's the other thing. He didn't get... Um, he wouldn't have gotten as much of the uh, quote-unquote black vote, I guess, because that was a thing during the primaries. Yeah. That oh yeah, black people went went out for Hillary, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. So everything would have just been different. But we were going somewhere <laughs> with this that made me want to say, um, yeah, I feel like Trump won because he like took that base. And made it energized, and even though they're like the minority, mm-hmm. um, everyone turned out. Whereas, if like Bernie would have run, it would have taken a majority of Americans and made them maybe more excited. So, like, I feel like he had a better shot, just because you were talking about how like they didn't ref- the DNC didn't reflect America, kind of. Yeah. Um, cause they were trying to go a little bit more moderate. So maybe that's what they needed to do. I don't know. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, so that's true. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> we have other stuff that happened. Uh, you want to talk about that? Yeah. Like what? Well, um, Bill and Hill and W are going to be at the inauguration. How dare you forget Laura Bush? How dare you? <laughs> Laura Bush will also be attending. She's an amazing woman. The inauguration. <laughs> She's a philanthropist. She is what got me through those eight years. Laura Bush can do she no wrong. She was the voice of reason behind. The thing is, everyone loves the first lady, lady, like, always. Like, I can't remember a first lady that... I think it's Hillary they didn't like. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> And about one they didn't like... Ran for president. And they, they liked Betty Ford and she's a fucking alcoholic. They didn't give a fuck. <laughs> they're like, she's trying. But Hillary, they're like, not feminine enough. What? She has a job? Ugh. Yeah, she used to go by her maiden name. And uh, she had to change that. But yeah, that's because she's a powerful woman. Okay. Wasn't it just Hillary Rodham Clinton? No, or? Hillary Rodham until he, they said when he was running for governor for Arkansas, they said the Arkansas Kansan women aren't relating to you because they don't understand why you don't have your husband's name. And oh she's like, because God. I didn't change it. Like, what the? So they started campaigning as her as Hillary Clinton, Mrs. Clinton, even though it was mm-hmm. Ms. Rodham. Yeah, and she mm-hmm. started like dressing up. The way she she started now. dressing like pants, like yeah, pants, yeah, like less. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
And um, and now that's the thing we're getting. I love Hillary, right? I mean, I'm, I feel bad for her. My heart is going out to her. She's clearly very sad. <laughs> but I love how she's just like back to the way that her natural state is. Like she's that's who she's been outside of the media. That's how, that's who she's been before she's a political figure. She didn't wear a lot of makeup. She didn't really wear all these like snazzy clothes and colorful whatever. She just fucking is what she is, and I love that she's like feels comfortable enough to be like fuck it <laughs> like i'm gonna fuck <laughs> oh yeah i would too if i was yeah. there just like ugh, i would be so mad but yeah i mean i am mad so <laughs> the thing is, she she might be she is probably mad but like it's almost infuriating to me how classy she's being like i want her to be like fuck this i hate america <laughs> you guys are stupid but she's not, and she never will, because that's not who she is, and she's so, like, above it all. Like, she's so, like, the right thing to do is to take the high road, because my best friend, Michelle Obama, said, when they go low, you go high. <laughs> like, she's got that so ingrained in her that she might be bitching her heart out to Bill, and Bill's like, oh, no, oh, no, honey, oh, no. And she just, like, fucking fuming up a storm, and Chelsea's like, Mom, I love you. So much. She's Is that how Chelsea too. Clinton? Sounds? She's kind of a robot. Yeah. Wow. She's kind of. You're like, like killing it with the accents tonight. Is the best woman I've ever known. My <laughs> mom. Anyway, it pisses me off how classy she is. Like this is like the one time where I'm like, I want down and dirty Hill. That's what I want. I want Hillary to be like, fuck y'all. I just want that. Fuck y'all. That's all I want. Maybe, maybe she's going to the inauguration, so she can. <laughs> assassinate trump no i wanted her to come out on election night and just like have a glass of wine be in a robe <laughs> like just be like okay. eyes baggy like no makeup cold and glass of wine y'all can go fuck yourselves yeah. now this is bullshit like that would that would have been amazing yeah i think that the rogue electors would have like all gone for her if she'd done that but, <laughs> yeah that would have been the first time anyone would have ever said wow she said what i'm thinking <laughs> wow, that was so authentic, Hillary. Yeah. Well, we talked about that before too, not to get too deep. But she I mean, her whole life she's been attacked when she's like authentic, especially when she was first lady and she was like, I'm not gonna bake cookies and it was like a whole media cycle. So she is the way she is for a reason. But I know, um, it's, she's had to be, and then she gets criticized for that too, so Yeah. Um have y'all heard about Megan Kelly? No, I haven't. Have you heard? No, Yeah, so she took a job at NBC, um, and she's going to be in like three shows or something, being a political, whatever. Um, the reason it's a talking point is because I read, and then later confirmed, because I read it on a weird website, that <laughs> in her book that she only released after the election, she talked about how Trump basically bribed Fox News, and he also had inside info about a primary debate question from her and... From Megyn Kelly? Oh, sorry. From like, Megyn Kelly? Yeah, from like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from... I don't know. Just like, he had inside info just like they're saying Hillary did just because of the, some email that doesn't really exactly mean that. But anyway, he has like the same scandals as always, and he won because... Everyone's talking about emails, but um, so is Megyn Kelly like no longer a Republican at this point? No, she is. She's still terrible. 
Okay. <laughs> the thing is, because I, I kind of love her. Like, yeah, can I, just I kind say of that? like. I kind of love be- Megan almost Kelly. because Trump hates her. Like, I kind of love her. Like, I'm like, okay, what does he see in her that is threatening to him? And I kind of want to read her book. I'd read her book. It, it's got to be leagues better than Ann Coulter's anything. Ann Coulter's breathing. It's got to be better than that. Ann Coulter They're or not. Sarah Palin. Like, right. I feel like Megan Kelly is Megan Kelly's wrapping it for the smart. Republican women. Like she's the one last hope. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, she's reasonable, but she still was on Fox News and, like, enabling a bunch of bullshit. Not just by being on Fox News, but, like, I haven't looked into it. (laughs) But there were a few lines in some of the articles I read about how she was problematic about shit. But do you know who's doing that right now? No. Anderson Cooper. He can go fuck himself. (laughs) Wait, what's going on with Mike Boy Anderson? I'm still mad. So, I just feel like... Anderson is on that, like, I'm going to be so unbiased that it's going to hurt and I'm just going to do it anyway. Like Elizabeth Warren said something about Steve Bannon being a white supremacist and Anderson Cooper goes, well, Elizabeth, that's, that's not been proven by anybody. And she goes, well, he certainly has ties to white supremacists. And he like caught, like he like, that was like a sticking point for him. And it like completely altered the conversation. And it was just like, really Anderson, can't let that one just slide. Can't let that one just like, Go on out into the airwaves because what what constitutes a white supremacist? I feel like he's got all the check marks that I would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, There's no punishment. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm who is a white supremacist? Steve Bannon, uh, Trump's Trump's chief strategist. Oh, for, that is Steve Bannon is also the CEO, ex CEO of Breitbart, editor editor in chief. I mean, or whatever. What so. This is why I shouldn't have agreed to come on to a political podcast because, like, I don't know what the hell is going on. No, yeah. So there's like a straight up white supremacist, like, whispering in Trump's ear. I don't listen to news. And he's like the chief strategist or whatever. And he's clearly a white supremacist based on all the articles he published when he was editor in chief. And um, he's terrible. Granted, this Anderson Cooper interview happened several weeks ago. Less than eight, but like four, maybe three. Um, but Has it been eight weeks since the election? Yeah. Feels like it's been longer. Forever. <laughs> Feels, like, Feels forever. like it's been like a year. Um, we have so much more to go. We, we haven't or even we gotten might, started. <laughs> we might not. Who knows? There's talk of like. Didn't Trump. you say on your one of your shows, like, you hope he gets impeached? Sean because has, because yeah. I have to say. I don't know if you guys continue to talk about that, but I hope he doesn't because I feel like Pence would be so much worse. See, that's the counterpoint, <laughs> right? The thing is, Pence he is would like be, Trump with a brain, but isn't he president anyway? That's, <laughs> well, yes, in a way, but so I feel you. I don't think he'll be impeached. It's just terrible, no matter what happens. Nothing he does matters. Apparently, like. If any other president did even one of the million things that he did, they'd be impeached already. Mm -hmm. And he's like getting ready to get sworn in. But um, at the very least, we'd get Mike Pence signing bills that he would tell Trump what to do with probably maybe anyway. And we'd also at least maybe slightly invalidate Trump because he is, if nothing else, like the firebrand, like stoking the fires of racism in America person. Mm, mm-hmm. So like anything we can do to just get him out of there 
might That's at least point. keep people a little more That's safe yeah. on a base level. Mm-hmm. So I'd support impeachment. Yeah, because Mike Pence isn't, like, he's so, like, cool and, like, collected. He doesn't get, like, he, I've never seen him fired up. Or, like, he's never, I mean, he says really shitty stuff, but he doesn't, like... Okay, no. He's just, he's, like, just as bad as Trump, but he's yeah. low-key, like, yeah. Republicans used to be. Like, yeah. Republicans used to be... Low-key racist. Low-key racist. Low-key with anti-gay. Yeah, with all this coded language, and Trump is just like, look at my African-American over there. I got one. It's like, okay, it's a little weird. Yeah, he holds up, like, a weird sign with, like, the LGBT. Have you guys seen that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I think it was, like, the wrong letter. LGBT. LGBT from Trump. Yeah. LGBTs. I don't know what any of those letters. Yeah. Oh, my God. What are you doing? But, um, oh, my gosh, you were saying something that reminded me of something. Oh, yeah. So, for those of our listeners who don't know me, I um, work in mental health, so I just kept, I keep thinking of this in, like, a... Like, if I could diagnose Pence and Trump, you know, like, and obviously Trump, like, obviously narcissistic personality disorder, 100%, like, every single symptom. But, like, while Trump is, like, the narcissistic personality disorder, I feel like Pence is, like, straight up sociopath. Sociopath. And, like, I feel like you've got the narcissistic person who, who just flies off the handle and is, like, you know, like, outwardly, like, put into a rage if you call into question like his worth or his superiority. And then you have the sociopath who's like completely like calm and just knows exactly how to say the right things. But then like deep down is just evil. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, and they, and he looks the part too. Like, Oh Mike yeah. Pence totally looks like, like you just took off scary. the suit that and like so gave him like, to some, me. like some I can flannel. handle somebody flying off the handle, you know, I'll, over the place because because that discredits their two-year-old, but themselves, yeah. hence I'm just like, oh, you could get some shit done. Yeah, I don't Did know. You see hot pants though. The hot pants. There's <laughs> <laughs> there's this gay guy that has like the same hair and he's like mm-hmm. shredded and he like wears a suit with short shorts and he like goes to things as pants. <laughs> um, that's, awesome. that's all I know. That's so awesome. Yeah, it's super fun. Um, what's, what are we, I don't really, I mean, that's all the news I really care to talk about, but what are we, um, thinking about in the future today? What are we going to, um, I need something, something fun. Oh my God. I just, I'm seeing a picture of hot pence right now. And if you had to describe he's so it. hot, <laughs> he's, he's wearing a suit and biker shorts and he's holding a, Big jar that says Mike Hot Pence cares about the environment. Donate today <laughs> to Natural Resources Defense Council. Oh. Aww. Nice. <laughs> Good job, Hot Pence. Good. He seriously chiseled you guys like day. Yeah. Them thighs though. Makes the real one look not so great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who knows what's under there? Probably yeah. lizard skin. Yeah. A swastika tattoo. Oh, true. yeah. You know. Ooh. You're totally a skin. What if. Okay. Ball. What if after inauguration, that tape of Trump saying the N word comes out? 
There's a tape of him saying the N-word? Yeah, so the producers of The Apprentice or whatever, um, they apparently, according to like people that are there, like it's there's like this gag reel of Trump saying the N-word in a whole bunch of situations that they'd play at like parties before he was like someone that mattered. That would have been great so to like, have before the election. Yeah, the Hillary campaign reached out to like get it published or whatever, but there's like legalities because it's like under contract or whatever okay. you know it's like the ip of nbc and if it gets released there's like three million dollars in fines or whatever which people have offered to pay but yeah, yeah if i were hillary i would have paid that I, I don't understand why it didn't i don't know but someone would have to like be the person to release it and like get all the shit for releasing it so i guess nobody wanted to since it's kind of scary, I guess, if the president-elect is coming for you. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, if that gets released, do you think anyone will care? I mean, I don't even know at this point. I would think they would have cared with grabbing by the pussy, but, like... Or even, like, when he imitated the reporter with disabilities. Yeah, that... You know? I will never understand why that wasn't yeah, I it. don't. I will I never don't. understand why that it was just not over after that. Like we tell kids from an early age, don't say that word, don't say that word, and we have this man who can do whatever he wants. Yeah, I think the probably Oprah will be a little more vocal about it. Oprah <laughs> hasn't been really vocal about this yet, so that it might be it. Oprah uh, did interview Michelle Obama. Though. Oh, that's true. Michelle Obama seems over it. She's like, she's like, yeah, I might write a book. Yeah, she's like. But other than that, I'm, I'm kind of done. I'm tired. I'm real tired. <laughs> yeah, everybody's trying to get her to run, and she's not going to run. No, she's like, I am tired. I want to go to bed for <laughs> two years, four years, maybe forever. Four years would be great. Because you know Brock is like, he's going to, I feel like he's riling up. He's like, okay, I got to figure out what I'm going to do. And she's like, don't do it. <laughs> go to bed. Come to bed with me. We're all tired. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that makes sense. She's also, like, saying that we know what it feels like now to have no hope. Um, so that was fun. I'm glad somebody was like, yeah, this sucks. That's in the White House. But um, I think that makes sense, because every time Obama mentions what he's going to do next, he's like, I promised Michelle I was going to go on vacation. So she, he's... She has <laughs> some sort of contract. They're both lawyers. She has some sort of contract written up that's like... If in the event that Mr. Obama goes against his word and decides to do this, something, something bad's going to happen. Yeah. So the president is totally trying to figure out what he's doing next. And Michelle's like, stop for a minute. So that's cute. And they got a good life. That's it. Yeah. If that, anyway, yeah. If that tape gets out, I guess, I don't think anyone will care. It'll be like, he'll tweet something and then. We'll talk about something else. I regret the locker room talk version two that was released yesterday. <laughs> I said some things I'm not proud of, but I've grown a lot in the last six years. <laughs> it's a 70 year old man. Jesus Christ. The Prentice was on like last year, wasn't it? Or is it like, yeah, that is it really old? It's yeah. Like it's in four thirds aspect ratio. From like its first season, it's super old. But um, did you see the new season of Apprentice with 
Arnold Schwarzenegger aired. No. <laughs> with Trump as executive producer and Arnold's phrase is you're terminated. No way. Yeah. That's oh the my thing. God. The president That's elect real? is producing that show. He's currently producing it. Mm-hmm. He's currently working on that well, right now. Here's the thing. <laughs> I bet it's all done. So he like right. finished executive producing it before he's technically president. But if they do a second You're season terminated. and he's still executive. Oh my yeah. God. Oh my God. Can we, can we do you remember when Martha Stewart was on The Apprentice? Yes. I loved that season. <laughs> I loved The Apprentice. We, lo- we liked Trump back in the day. Somebody was like complaining about like how an assignment was hard. And Martha was like, I've dealt with going to jail. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like that's the thing too it's like we're like it was great entertainment i watched the first couple seasons she's gonna be sure martha stewart i'd be okay with that she'd be president and first lady hell yeah she'd be like i chose the new drapes no maybe no is martha stewart single is she she has kids she might be she never talks about her husband like the barefoot contessa does who talks about her husband all the time i love it you um, love it. I love it. She's always like, I made this for Jeffrey and he's going to eat it. And then she like brings food to him and he's like, thanks. Oh, I love it. So good. Like they're so cute. Anyway, let us be clear. I don't think Donald Trump is producing, decide. he's not doing anything. It's just his name on it. Like he's just like, yeah, sure, whatever. He's yeah. tweeting. Like he's, that's what he does. His full-time job is tweeting right now. He's tweeting and walking around semi-quickly. Like, <laughs> Just being like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like, he doesn't, he's not doing anything. He's just thinking, like, what gold toilet am I going to poop in next? Like, he doesn't, he's not doing anything, I don't think. God, I really just want to, like, find some episodes of Barefoot Contessa now. Sounds like great self-care. She is kind of, (laughs) she's kind of pretentious, but, like, it's charming. Like, she's like, if you can't get organic... Uh, Let's just walk over to your herb garden and yeah, take exactly. out a few sprigs of parsley. Exactly, it's very Martha Stewart. Like, do you realize I live in a like rat infested yeah. apartment? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? But the difference between her and Martha Stewart is Martha Stewart doesn't always. She's not overtly like joyous in what she does. Like in a garden, Barefoot Contessa is like, "This is great. This is so good. Love it." Like, blah. Like she's like a toned down version of. She's like toned up. Martha Stewart meets way toned down Rachel Ray. Like, she's, like, right in the middle. And I love it. Oh, God, Rachel Ray. Yes, that's true. Rachel Ray was on the newest season of the newest uh, Gilmore Girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, she was on the revival. I think Barefoot Contessa was mentioned. She was, yeah. They mentioned Ina Garten because when Suki comes back, she's like, who's in here? And then she's, like, smelling around the kitchen. Was Ina Garten here? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, no, Rachel Ray was there, and she gave Lorelai some advice. made some Sammies. Made some Sammies. <laughs> and then uh, Lorelai promptly fired her. <laughs> That's great. Oh, my God. Speaking of that, um, what's your favorite form of self-care since the election? Did you get any new, like... I started re-watching Friends, simpler times. <laughs> yeah. Friends, friends that doesn't... They don't even mention 9-11. They, like, don't even... It happened on the show, and they right? don't even talk about it. But that was intentional. But they mentioned the Trade Center like a couple like episodes before, or they, what, um, like a season before. They they're like, oh, like it's a over little, by the Trade Center. If you look at the um the edge, the whatever it is in the back of um, Joey and Chandler's door, there's like a drawing like we love New York. Mm-hmm. But they intentionally didn't talk about it because they wanted they wanted to be the one show that just was like consi- like 
the one thing for people to escape with. Like, they're mm-hmm. like, we don't want to... Everyone knows what happened. And if you're a New Yorker, like, duh, like, we're all here. Like, let's just be the steady mm-hmm. force and paid off 10 fucking seasons. Jesus. I think <laughs> SNL, good. they handled it pretty well. Yeah. Because they still, like, went on that week. It was crazy. Oh. Yeah, they I don't remember. On, they had a firefighter on. Like... Yeah. Mayor and, and they were like, we're still going to laugh and we're still going to like put on the show for you guys. And oh. I thought that was really beautiful that they like, it's like, you got to go on after Trump. You got to go on after 9-11. And the same, <laughs> I will say, if not, I don't know, it, just as meaningful as that, probably not. It's probably not the same thing. But post-election, Kate McKinnon comes out and plays Hallelujah by, oh, on the piano. I'm dead. God. I'm dying. That's the best. It was like, it wasn't even like, it was like so above everything. I, it was, yeah, su- I mean, I don't tears. use this word ever, yeah. but sublime. Like it was beauty. It was mm-hmm. beautiful. And then she did a little wink. Mm-hmm. I swear she was winking at Hillary. She might not have been, but I think she was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I didn't know she was a lesbian until like a few months ago. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But she is. She's one of us. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Also, did you, anyone... Does anyone watch Parks and Rec in this room? Yeah. Did you see Leslie Nope's uh, note to America? I loved it. That made me. That was like the best self care. I think I that came out during the time when I was still like, no, nothing. I'm not. I'm not yeah. looking at anything. Yeah. Um, but maybe I'll look it up now. Yeah. The only thing. The only two things like in the news that I that caught my eye and that I watched were. Hillary's concession speech and that note from Leslie No. I think this is all I can stand right now. So good. That's nice. Speaking of self-care and Parks and Rec, Parks and Rec right now is my self-care. I just started watching it. I don't know what I... Oh, I was reading, I guess, their whole last season. It's in 2017, which was two years ahead of when it was filmed. So they, like, predicted the future in a bunch of different ways. And there was an article about, like, all the things that have come true that they predicted... Like, something about the Star Wars movie. There's something about Jennifer Aniston getting married. Um, so I'm watching that. <laughs> Just to, like, catch up. Oh. Let's see what else is going to be predicted by Parks and Rec. That's cool. I played The Last Guardian on PS4, and it made me cry. <laughs> it's just a game where you're, like, this little boy and there's this big chicken dog dragon beast that you become friends with over the course of the game (laughs) and it's cute and you should play it and you should spend hundreds of dollars to buy ps4 just to play this game it's good or you just come over come over is that the ps4 right there or is that an xbox there's both oh my god do you have garage band do you have the or rock band no because i have rock band (gasps) so i could bring it over and we could play Oh. And we could put it on the podcast. Wait, for what? <laughs> for self-care. 360? For self-care. Oh, I don't know. If, eh, doesn't it just work with... Doesn't 360 just take everything? Doesn't I don't know. It, you can bring it over. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll rock out with like a, a real rock star. Because rock band used to be my self-care, but... Um, <clears throat> Our old roommate moved out, so she took the Xbox, but we still have all of the games and all of the instruments. <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, that'll work. <laughs> because we got the rock band, like, set up at a garage sale, but 
my my roommate had the Xbox and she moved out with the Xbox. That's I could good. probably get an Xbox, but we could just play it here. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Tangent. Uh, I should get rid of my Christmas tree, probably. Never. It's really pretty. It's a good light. It's better than that other lamp. So I just kind of want to leave it up all year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I think I think we're done. <gasps> yeah. It's been uh, it's been swell, and it's been fun. We're, what what what's going on, Joanna? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to Joanna for joining us. Oh, it yeah. It was really nice to have you. It was. Thank you for having me. It was my pleasure. It was so much fun. We're going to have to prepare more for these because I thought there would be so much more to talk about, but we still only went 45. <laughs> I think that's fine. I think let's give our listeners a break. Yeah. All two and a half of you. Take this extra 15 minutes. Like every few Do something episodes. productive. Call your Congress people. Write. Don't write a letter. That's not effective. Call. Call three times. In 15 minutes, you will be put on hold and leave a voicemail three times for sure. That's, some, that's one productive thing you could do in this time that you're now given. That's true. What's something else they could do? They could be on our podcast. They could leave a comment on Facebook. Yeah. Take, another, take a second out of your fucking day and comment. Be like, love you, or be like, hate you, bitch. Like, that'd be even funnier. Yeah, watch those, like, 50 people on Twitter. Or, like, I love Trump, and be like, fuck you. There could be so many people on Twitter tweeting at us that I don't know, because I haven't logged into it. We'll take a look, and then we'll report back next week on survivingpresidenttrump.com. I don't know what that means. Bye. Bye.